everyone. Welcome back to JCM Prepare the Way podcast. We have a really exciting episode today where we're going to be doing actually a deep dive into the scripture that's in John 16, where it talks about abiding in the vine. What does it mean to abide? What does it look like? And we're going to get all into that topic today. But before we start, Carol, I have to tell you something so funny. Um, I went and got coffee the other day at Starbucks and I had my daughter in the back and we were listening to the Revelation series and the podcast came on and we just were both dancing to, <laughs> to our groovy music, to our groovy music. which I have to say that every time Carol and I record together, we listen to the podcast and we always dance we start dancing because you can't not, it just cracks me up. And oh so, but when we go and she has her puppuccino, you guys, I'm so cheap where she's in the back and she's like, puppuccino, puppuccino. I get her if you guys don't know what that is, it's a little cup with some whipped cream in it, and you're supposed to give it to the dogs. <laughs> but I ask for a spoon you with it. You give your daughter a spoonful of whipped cream. Yeah, and a bowlful. A bowlful. Bowl. Well, it's a little cup, and she just loves it because I actually used to work at Starbucks, and <laughs> these moms would come through, and I mean, it's totally fine, but all their kids would want um, those little cake pops. I'm like, those add up. So my friend said that she did these puppuccinos, so... Yeah, she's asking for a puppy Okay, treat. you guys, this is the funniest thing. I ran into Mallory at the grocery store parking lot. I We parked next to each other, and I'm getting out of my car, and I see this woman loading her groceries in, and she turns around, and it's Mallory. Well, what was so funny, her daughter, her older daughter, is hilarious. And all of a sudden, the door, the back door... <laughs> The back door opens, and here comes her daughter with her wild and crazy hair. Chocolate is covering her whole face, and she's got her sunglasses on. And she opens the door and looks at me for a minute. I'm like, hi, and she slams the door shut. I'm like, she looked like she was having a party in your back seat. It was the funniest thing, and you just kind of handle it like, yeah, okay. Well, we just went to the grocery store. It oh was my so funny to see you though. Yeah, she's said like she's, you said, a, she's hilarious. She is so funny. And her hair is so wild. <laughs> it is so crazy. Uh, but yeah, we went in the grocery store and I don't usually do this, but I was like, oh, I'm gonna get them a donut today. They're doing so good. But on the <laughs> way to the donuts, oh yeah, I ran into a friend from high school and uh, my daughter was on the ground <laughs> licking the floor. <laughs> grocery store and I think people were just like you were losing it Carol and my friend was just oh like oh wow and I I mean for me I'm like do you know what it'll just boost her immune system and you know and even when COVID started I oh, would bring gosh. her to the grocery store and she'd be like licking the handle of the cart and people are with their mask like three masks on and they're like looking at, at my daughter but her immune system is so tough though so that's why I don't freak out about that stuff that is hilarious oh my gosh okay <laughs> we should probably get started um anyway Today's topic is so important. It is the topic of abiding. And Mallory, I'm so glad that you picked this because this is a topic that is not discussed enough. Um, I don't know if you know this, Mallory, but in the book I wrote, The Narrow Gate, I wrote a sec, not sorry, not The Narrow Gate, Warfare Behind the Veil. I wrote a section at, towards the end of that book on abiding in the vine. And it's in a chapter that is all about magnifying and testifying of the Lord because when we abide, we do just that. When we abide, our view of God is so much larger than it is normally, as it should be. And in that abiding, 
That's when we want to share him with everyone. You want everyone to experience what you're experiencing. And you know, scripture says that all the promises of God are yes and amen, 2 Corinthians 1.20. And Jesus tells us that whatever we ask in his name, he will do, John 14. Well, some people use those verses to treat God like a genie in a bottle, but they miss something very, very important in those verses, that the kingdom key to such promises is learning how to abide in Christ. So I am so excited for today's topic. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll just start off by reading this verse. That's John 15, one through four. And it says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he trims so that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word that I've spoken to you. Abide in me and I will abide in you. The branch cannot itself produce fruit unless it abides on the vine. Likewise, you cannot produce fruit unless you abide in me. What a powerful, powerful scripture. Uh, Christ is basically telling us that the only way to bear fruit, well, and receive answer to prayer, which we'll get into, is when we're abiding in him. Because when you continue on in that passage later, it says that without him, we can do nothing. And that if we abide in him and his word abides in us, we will ask what we desire and it shall be done for us. And by this, his father is glorified. And what glorifies him? That we bear much fruit. And so we abide in him and his word must be abiding in us. We must know the word of God and live by it. Because also in that passage is a strong warning from Jesus, which sometimes a lot of people don't talk about, that anyone not abiding in him is cast out as a withered branch. Mm -hmm. A believer can be cast out. I mean, that's something to truly ponder, friends. Mm -hmm. So this is obviously something, a topic that is very important to the Lord. So what does it look like to abide? Yeah, I guess I would say, Carol, that it, you know, abiding in the vine, it talks about the intimacy that God, that he wants to have with us. And there's this connectedness, this closeness that he designed our relationship to be. And we're called to abide with him. We're called to be close with him and to know him and think about a branch and, and the vine. They are never separated. And that is how we're supposed to be us and God. And there's a, actually a rest that comes when we abide because we know that we just need to stay there. We just need to stay there and be nourished by him. And because of that, there's no striving when we abide because we're connected to him. We naturally grow. When we're connected to him, we naturally grow. We naturally bear fruit and we naturally get that nourishment from that vine that we need. Yeah, that is, that's it. You know, you said um, to be close to him, we're called to abide, to be close to him, to know him. You know, to abide actually means to live, to continue or remain. It's exactly what you were referencing. It's synonymous actually with quote, knowing Christ. Keep that in mind because it's a picture of a close relationship. Perhaps that's why Jesus uh, shared the danger of not knowing him several places in the gospels. Those that he quote, didn't know, what did he do? He shut the door to them, similar to branches being withered and cast out. So it is both a call and a command to be so close to Christ that we live as he lived. 
Abiding needs to become the true position of all believers. I believe that with my whole entire heart. And the outward evidence of that is bearing fruit. His fruit that's found in Galatians 5. You've got love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. And these are the complete opposite of the fruit being produced by the world right now. And then through an intimate relationship with him that is cultivated over time, our fruit matures as we mature. You know, many of us out there, we are content keeping our life with Christ simple and safe, right? We don't actively engage in things that take us deeper spiritually. And honestly, living this way prevents us from living in fullness, the fullness of the mind. There is a difference, my friends, as a Christian, and you would probably agree with me, Mallory, that you can live your Christian life and go through all the motions and go through different things, but there is a fullness that is so much so much better, so much deeper than just that. You know, Jesus, he abided in the Father, John 5, 19 through 20. He says, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Father, the Son also does in like manner. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things that he himself does. And that needs to be us. We can do nothing of ourselves, but only what is shown us by the Spirit in order to glorify Jesus. And in glorifying Jesus, we glorify the Father. And so if we want to be victorious in the spiritual realm, we need to do as Jesus did. Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. And it is only through abiding in that vine that we learn the nature of Christ, making Jesus our source of strength every day. And how do we do this? Through the, through the help of the Holy Spirit, because he is the sap that we receive to produce fruit. We therefore, offering nothing to the vine itself, enter upon a life of entire unceasing dependence upon Christ. It is truly one of the most beautiful pictures, I think, in scripture is the abiding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And, you know, one of the things that happens when we abide is trimming. You know, verse two says that God, the father trims the branches so that we may bear more fruit. And it's the kindness of God to cut what's not producing fruit. What's dead, it must get rid away with so that we can produce more fruit. And, you know, I've been thinking a lot this spring of how God really uses the seasons to speak of his nature. And here in Colorado, you guys, I just have to quickly say, how did we not talk about this? (laughs) How did we not talk about this? Yesterday was June 1st. It it snowed. snowed. (laughs) It snowed. I was so sad. Thankfully, the sun came out today. It's much nicer. (laughs) It turns itself around. But we have such long winters here with so much snow. But God was reminding me so much of his faithfulness through the trees and through the flowers. And, you know, though the winters might be so long here and sometimes much longer than we expect, like snow on June 1st, you know, it, it makes you think sometimes will summer ever come? You know, I just find myself like, will the warm weather ever come? I'm a summer girl, so I love it. You know, I'm like, will the trees ever bloom? The flowers ever come up again? But yes, of course they do. That's just how it works. And no matter how long the winter is, I know that every spring, the trees, they will bud again. The flowers will come into full bloom. And those flowers and those trees, they go through such long seasons of really harsh conditions and they look dormant. They look dead. But when they go through that process and when they're trimmed and they stayed the course of being rooted and grounded in that soil, Mm -hmm. they come back every year more beautiful than the year before. 
And I just love that. I think that's such a perfect picture of our walk with God. Those seasons of trials, when we face those harsh conditions, they're so necessary and nature goes through it and we absolutely do as well. But what it produces is totally unlike anything else. Totally. Yeah. And abiding is costly. I think that's why the virgins in the parable of the 10 virgins, they couldn't buy oil. There wasn't enough time. They didn't count the cost of truly following the bridegroom. You know, to receive Christ's strength, we must, we have to remain steadfast in him. And to do this, we must sacrifice something. This is why the fruit we bear as a result of our relationship is so powerful. Each time a branch bears more fruit, the branch grows thicker and stronger, coinciding, I believe, with our authority growing. It's kind of like when we did our podcast on trials, you know, everything causes us to mature in our faith, all those trials. Well, this is the same thing here. And the vine dresser then, he comes along and he prunes those branches back. So then they can produce even greater fruit next time, which you just said. And each time, I believe, again, increasing our authority. And this is a basic principle in gardening. I mean, pruning isn't necessarily for the removal of just weeds or thorns or anything that would hinder growth. But it's for cutting off those long shoots of the previous year. I mean, my husband does this in our backyard every year. There are shoots that are so long it would take too much sap to maintain. So when, But when a branch consumes too much sap to fill all the long shoots, it produces little fruit. And this is what, this is what happens in ministries and in churches or even your own personal faith journey. That's why we have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit's promptings to step back after we've had a fruitful year. And let him do his vine dressing work. But we are creatures of habit and we like to follow formulas for how we do a Bible study. And then we want to repeat that same pattern each year. Or we follow trends in church planting and how ministries should operate based off of certain models. And we tend to follow anything to help us do church or events or evangelism, even prayer sometimes. You name it. Every time we want to try to do something... We don't really take a step back to maybe give God an opportunity to trim us up, to trim the dead things off, the finished work off. Mm -hmm. And so we tend to think we figured out a few things when we follow formulas or follow patterns. And so we try to repeat it. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it leaves no room for the pruning and something new. And God wants his blessings and favor. We want his blessings and favor that were with us in one season to continue with us without us doing anything different. I have seen this countless times in ministry and in church work. I remember reading an article about IHOP in Kansas City. Um, If you're not familiar with who they are, International House of Prayer. And they would do these conferences every year and they would do event after event. And then all of a sudden, they announced that they were canceling everything for a few years. And they were seeking the Lord through prayer and fasting. And I was reading this article just just uh, with respect of what they were doing, because regardless of your opinion about IHOP, it was courageous and it was a humble thing to pursue, the pruning that they were seeking for new fruit. Because I I don't know how many ministries out there are truly doing that, pushing that pause button and saying, we are going to seek the Lord. And that's oftentimes our problem. If we don't experience the same blessing or the same fruit, we start to think we're doing something wrong. And that's not it. We miss the fact that even though he may be pleased with our efforts, he wants to keep fruit abounding so he'll cut us back. And friends, pruning hurts. It is so uncomfortable. Or sometimes we feel like we've entered a dry season with the Lord, like I can't hear the Lord. Mm -hmm. But just be patient. 
When it happens, it leaves room for the sap of the spirit to flow more freely, producing an even greater harvest than before. It keeps every one of us dependent on him, not ourselves for spiritual growth. Yeah, that's so good, Carol. And so my husband and I, we actually went to those conferences in Kansas City a couple of years. And I was so sad when they were done. You guys, these are, the conferences are like, 30,000 people. Wow. I mean, you cannot even, I've never seen so many Christians in one place before. It was very encouraging to see, but anyways, I mean, it really is just so humbling of them to do that. And, um, I wanted to bring this up because Carol, you said this to me one time when I was going through just kind of a rough season <laughs> and you just gave me a word of encouragement, Aww. but you said, you know, when I, when you cut your, I think you said your rose bushes, in the backyard. Oh, yeah, because le- my husband loves rose bushes. Yeah, so, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, you were saying that when you cut it, you know, fruit doesn't come up right away. It takes a while right. for that fruit to come back. And you and might be butchering this, so you can no, add to it. No, I don't even it. remember all of it. Yeah, but you, you were talking about that inner working that, mm. you know, that you might not feel anything or see anything. And it was a time where I was in my quiet time, and I was just not feeling a lot. I didn't feel the spirit moving a lot, but God was really cutting things out. And I think I just wanted to pause here too. I thought everything you said was so good, Carol, and just a a place to pause and ask yourself, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe go journal after, spend time with the Lord. Is there anything in your life that maybe an activity that you're a part of that you should pull back on? Mm -hmm. You know, um, I don't know, reassess your schedule or just anything that the Lord wants to pull back on. Just ask him that. Is there anything that you want to trim in my life and so that I can produce some more fruit? So I just thought about that. You know, thinking about that conversation we had, you know, I think that is, I'm so glad you did bring that back up because sometimes I don't know what I'm saying when the spirit's just kind of talking (laughs) and then I'm like, what did I say? But, you know, just from my own experience, when you do experience pruning, if you're experiencing that right now, gosh, it really can feel like a dry season. It can feel like, you know, did I do something? Is God not happy with me? Is, you know, I don't hear him like I used to, or I'm not dreaming like I used to, or whatever it is. Mm. But boy, is there a deep work of the spirit? Because what happens when that happens to me, I press in even more. Even if I can't hear, my prayer times are I still am going to him. I'm still, and that's, and I always, I'm a visual person. So I just Mm -hmm. picture, even though you can't see the growth here or the evident of it here, I picture roots just going even deeper. Mm -hmm. It's a whole nother time where the root systems keeps, keeps going deeper. And I always say a prayer, Lord, I know he is our, the well of salvation, but I always pray. I want to go past the wells. I want to go into those reservoirs that are deep. And so there are those seasons where our roots have to go reach for that water of life. Mm -hmm. And, and that is Jesus. And so the roots are, the root system has to go deep. And so if you are in that, that's just an important, I'm glad you really brought that up. You know, I just wanted to uh, mention one more thing before you close this out, Mallory, you know, in the natural world, a branch abides by force of nature. And in the spiritual world, in the spiritual world, though, we abide by divine power. When our will consents, our will must learn to consent with the Lord mm-hmm. because it is costly and it is it comes from a place of true and full surrender. And only when we abide this way will our request be done for us. I, I read this earlier, but it bears repeating. It's the scripture, John 15, 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you 
you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Mm-hmm. That's important. The Lord's words, scripture must abide within us. That's why the trends today about how few Christians actually read or even believe mm-hmm. the full Bible anymore are so concerning. Without the word, my friend, no one who considers themselves a Christian can truly abide because Jesus is the word and he's the vine. And so we need the word in order to abide properly. Mm-hmm. That's so good. I'm so glad that you said that, Carol. Um, I just feel like just blessing you guys with a prayer before we end today. Lord, thank you so much for everyone who's listening out there. And God, that if we are abiding, Lord, that we will bear fruit. And Lord, I pray for intimacy, God, as that we are the vine and you are the branch, Lord, that we abide with you, Lord, that we feel the intimacy, God, that we read your word and that we abide and it blesses us, Lord. And God, would you come and cut off the things in our lives that are not of you so that we can bear more fruit and remember that is your loving kindness that is doing that. And so we bless everyone who's listening out there today. And thank you, God, for always being so good. Thank you for being the perfect gardener. Amen. Well, you guys, if you have any questions or would love prayer or anything, please reach out to us. Our email is preparetheway at jcmcolorado.com. Until next time, take care. Mm -hmm.